0: Welcome to Beyond the Bio with me, Sophie Milliken. In this podcast series, we are going to be delving into all of the different ways that you can raise your professional profile. So it was never a conscious strategy back in the first business to be working on my profile it was just something that happened it wasn't a thing back then it's become a thing now but it really wasn't intentional at the start so if I think back to when I started becoming a bit more aware of various Actions and activities that I was taking that, you know, were working on my profile. It was things like when I wrote my first book. So I wrote the first book. I did a couple of uh, book launches off the back of that. So we had one in Newcastle, one in London, and invited loads of people to to come to those who were really well attended and so much fun. And off the back of that, I got offered a column in a careers magazine. I got offered the chance to do two TEDx talks. And it was just this snowball effect. So it was not intentional at all at that point but I think it became intentional so like with the TEDx talks I didn't realise at that point that you normally have to apply for one and you have to pitch your idea and go through a whole process to be offered one so looking back to be offered two was pretty cool and like me you know I just have this thing around saying yes to opportunities so I said yes to the first one that I was offered and you know went and did that it was very bloody scary (laughs) and in fact now every time anyone asks me about it I still remember those feelings of pure sickness thinking about walking up to the big red circle on the stage my legs literally like jelly I was so 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 nervous and actually in hindsight would I have said yes to that opportunity if I knew how sick I was going to feel before doing it maybe not but it was so fun and it was the aftermath I guess that that was really cool because obviously it gets published on YouTube and you're then able to use it as a speaker show reel after the live event itself I had a, a line of people waiting to speak to me after the event and loads of collaboration opportunities came off the back of that. So, you know, I have a role at the moment as an ambassador for Every Child Needs a Mentor. That opportunity came off the back of the TEDx talk because the founder of that organisation um, waited to have a chat with me. So we've we've done a few things and, and you know, being an ambassador for, for that organisation came off the back of that. So just so, so cool, really. And it's that snowball effect of opportunities, saying yes to them. And now, obviously, I'm a lot more strategic about the things that I say yes to and having some kind of a plan and that's where the idea for my startup business Mojo came from because I was thinking about you know what had worked really well for me in that first business and realized that there was a business idea behind it so it's all of those things together that have a huge impact on your profile and the more that you say yes to things and the more opportunities that you seek out and take the more opportunities come to you and that's when the fun and the magic starts to happen so I finally decided to start this podcast because it's been on my mind for ages. Like we have a podcast studio in the Mojo office and we are producing some fantastic podcasts for many of our clients. And I've been thinking for a while that with all the various content from all things Mojo, that there's just so much to talk about that would really add value to having our own podcast. So here we are. There are so many benefits specifically around podcasting. So it's not just a case of hosting your own. There are so many opportunities to dip your toe in the water with podcasting. You can be a guest on other people's podcasts. And that's really fun because you, um, you're you in the hot seat, you're getting asked lots of questions or you're having a conversation with someone really, really interesting. You get so many benefits from that. So you can see how they run their podcast, which I think is a great way to, to work out perhaps might, what you might want to do with your own. But also you're getting access to that podcast host's audience. You're getting in front of them. You're getting great content to share across your audience. You're being tagged in stuff. And, you know, podcasts are everywhere now. You know, some people might think there are too many podcasts. And I think the the really interesting thing with podcasting is everyone gets a bit excited about it and has a go, but most people give up quite quickly. So I think there's a stat around you only have to have done, I think it's like five episodes or six episodes maybe to be classed as one of the top podcasters in the world. And that's purely because people give up. So it's a case of being consistent, being on all those different podcast platforms. There's some really solid platforms there. So it's going to be a massive benefit in terms of the SEO around your name and your business. So huge benefits there for being a guest. Thinking about podcasting, as a host, now that brings all sorts of other benefits too. So you can choose what it is that you want to talk about. Ideally, it's going to be related to your business because that's going to be putting a spotlight back onto your business. For me, it's around talking about all of the various things that we provide as a service at Mojo. So then that is going to give listeners the opportunity to try these things out for themselves and hopefully get some great results. And then when they're in a position maybe to work with us at Mojo, they're going to know who to come to. And that's a huge benefit. For me as a host, it gets me on all sorts of different platforms. Forms. It gives me content to share, it gives me things to talk about on social media, but also it gives me the opportunity to reach out to really cool people that I want to speak to. So I'm going to be speaking to perhaps some of our clients who've done some great profile raising activities and sharing the results that they've got. I might be speaking to experts for awards, for podcasting, for board opportunities, for press, PR, media, all those sorts of things, and being able to ask them the questions that I want to ask to be able to develop my own knowledge on on topics that I know are going to be really useful for a wider audience. There are some people out there who are going to be understandably a bit nervous about raising their profile. So it does bring perhaps a few cons to consider as well as the benefits. So things that I hear from people that are nervous about putting themselves out there are one, they actually they just don't know what to say. They don't know what to share. They don't know where to start with things. And I guess that's where things like this podcast or our Mojo YouTube channel will will come into play and present some ideas to go with that. The other thing that I hear as a bit of an objection around profile raising is that people don't have the time so they feel that they're spending all their time building their business which absolutely they should and that's why a lot of people outsource this kind of activity to an agency or perhaps for someone within the team that can help but actually a lot of it if you wanted to do it yourself is just around the planning being consistent maybe batching up content to share those kinds of things so there are ways that you can be crafty about it and arguably by raising your profile you're actually cutting down the amount of business development activity that you need to do because you're attracting the opportunity to you. So there are benefits to be had in terms of efficiencies there. The other objection that I hear is people are worried that if they raise their profile too much that they're going to get a load of hate back. So whether that be from trolls online or for people wondering who do they think they are and that I think is probably the concern that I would have if, if I'm being honest around the things that would worry me the most about raising my profile. Now, I've never experienced any of that. Um, and I'm probably a bit lucky in that sense, because I'm sure there will be a few people out there who do think, you know, who does she think she is or, or whatever. And I have thought about that a bit over the years. And my feeling around it is that is going to happen. And those people are probably not hugely successful themselves and that's why they might feel that way towards somebody who they see as being more visible. And if you're getting all the benefits that profile raising brings, then you're going to be More successful in your business, you're going to be generating more revenue. You're going to be having loads of fun opportunities coming your way, and actually, do you really give a crap that some random person is wondering who they, you know, who do you think you are, kind of thing? And the reality is that most people are not that mean so as to say that to your face, or even to you know, be a keyboard warrior and write it online. So I think that that is a genuine and real objection or concern. But actually, you've just got to park it and go for it because those benefits are going to far outweigh those people. There are so many benefits of raising your profile that link directly to your business. So one of the best things is that as you become more and more known, whether it be through various things that you've appeared on, so podcasts or speaking engagements or something you've written or social media content, what that is doing is it is putting you across a variety of platforms where your ideal client are going to see you and the more that they see you the more that they are going to know, like and trust you. That then makes it super easy when you reach out to people and try and book in meetings perhaps to talk to them about business. Um, it just makes it all so much easier uh, that you probably will find that they actually get in touch with you so that also helps to have inbound inquiries but it's that whole point around you then reaching out to them having been visible and seen by them on lots of different methods and platforms that just makes it all so much easier. And then when you're then having those conversations with people, when you're sat in front of them or whether it be on a Zoom and because they feel like they know you, it makes the conversation super easy. So initially you might have a bit of banter about, hey, saw that you were at this event or you know, saw this award that you won or whatever that might be. And then it just makes it easier to naturally ease into a sales conversation. So I think that raising your profile massively impacts sales and makes sales easier to do. So way back when I was working at John Lewis, I was always told to raise my profile. And back then in my early 20s in a corporate career, I never really knew what it meant. It's only now that I kind of get it a bit more. And I think what they were trying to tell me was basically to say yes to all these opportunities, to get involved in different projects, because that then meant that my face was being seen by more senior people within the organisation. They then knew a bit more about me so that when there were job opportunities that perhaps might have been promotions. I was front of mind for those. So loads of benefits in that sense as well. And it's not even just, you know, those promotional benefits within the organisation. If you're more visible on things like LinkedIn, it's the collaboration opportunities that come alongside that too. So opportunities to work with people from other organisations, getting involved in fun stuff within the community. There are just so many benefits. The danger, I think, sometimes when you work for a corporate is you get so entrenched with what goes on within that organisation. That was certainly the case for me with 12, 13 years at, at John Lewis. And you kind of forget sometimes that there's a life outside of that organisation until the point that you actually leave. So I think raising your profile, again, can be beneficial to just remind yourself of different things that are going on outside the organisation, you know working with other organizations will give you ideas that you can bring back into your own business but as well if you ever did decide to leave or you wanted to look at other opportunities then you're going to be more well known you know having things like a well developed LinkedIn profile is going to make it so much easier for you to get spotted by a headhunter or a recruiter when you're applying for a job so again more and more benefits to be had. It's so interesting when people talk about this term personal branding and it's a term that I tend to shy away from because I think it has some negative connotations. Online you think of people that are writing various posts on LinkedIn or whatever platform to become you know viral to go viral or to you know attract people to their creative and quirky post and there's a whole industry out there of people writing posts for others and they all have a bit of a similar theme to it i know a lot of people are using ai to to generate posts and things now and it's not something that i'm a a fan of i think that online presence is super, super important. It's important to be on these platforms. And for some people, it might be having a presence on every platform. For other people, it might be being absolutely outstanding on one core platform. The reality is that you can't constantly churn out great content uh, across all platforms at a high level and you know, have time to do actually anything else so it's thinking about what you have time for how you can repurpose content and i guess out of you know anything that's probably something that's quite easy to to outsource as long as you are creating the the core content yourself that'd be something that you know you could get somebody to repurpose for you across the other platforms so it is important to be visible on those platforms but only when you've got something to say you know you see people online who are prolific they are literally posting all the time if you look at someone like Gary Vaynerchuk, he is well known for smashing social media. And if you follow him on any platform, you will see he churns out content all day long. Like there is so much of it, but he's clever because he's always got people following him with a camera. So he's constantly creating content all the time. He must have a full team that are chopping up that content for all the different platforms and putting out content in the right format on those platforms. But the reality is most of us don't get followed around all day by cameras and we don't want to have everything documented to, to go online. So it's definitely a case of working out what is the right rhythm for you? When is the right time to post to your audience? What kind of content resonates? And just making sure that it's relevant, that it's interesting, that it invites some level of engagement, but that you're not just posting for the sake of it. Hopefully, Hopefully, Hopefully this intro episode has got you excited about the topics I'm going to be covering in future episodes. I am going to be talking about awards and which ones to go for and which ones to avoid. I'm going to be sharing the best way to present your award entries. I'll be speaking to judges and organisers of awards to get their input too. I'll be looking at speaking opportunities, paid versus unpaid, how to prepare, how to find them and how to maximise those. I'm also going to be sharing thoughts and ideas around board opportunities to so whether that be for a charity or for another organisation. Uh, alongside that there's going to be all sorts around press and PR and media opportunities more generally so how to find those, how to prepare for those, how to share those. I'll be looking at podcasting, how to find opportunities to guest on other people's podcasts and the benefits of hosting your own. I'll be delving into networking, the benefits of it and how to find excellent networking opportunities both online and offline and how to follow up and also online presence so which platforms to be on how to create engaging content and what you should be sharing so do come back next week to see what I'm going to be talking about and in the meantime please like and subscribe